0: This is the Game Designers of North Carolina podcast.
1: Welcome to the Game Designers of North Carolina podcast. We have a special episode today because with us here straight from Germany is Elizabeth Hargrave. Say hello, Elizabeth. Hello. And we also have Josh Mills.
2: I helped get her here. That's all I did. We, <laughs> that's it, folks. See you later.
1: <laughs> we, uh, she was in the area and we, uh, we invited her to a guild meeting for playtesting and stuff, but we thought it would be a great idea to have a podcast episode leading up to that. So here we are. Elizabeth, how are you doing today?
0: <laughs> I am. Um... Last night I had the first good night sleep that I have had in a week and it felt great. So I'm almost over my jet lag and, and ready I to go. Gave you a
2: bunch of caffeine and coffee and stuff, so
1: <laughs> we're ready to roll. And just in case you don't understand the context of what we're talking about, she has just won the Kennespile de Jaras <laughs> here. Someone say it who who's a little bit more German than I am.
0: I'm gonna try. I got some training. <laughs> okay. Ken- Kennerspiel des Jahres.
2: oh, yeah, I, that was better than I would have done
1: <laughs> for her game Wingspan by Elizabeth Hargrave.
2: And how do you say say that in German? the translation?
0: flugelschlag
2: flugelschlag
0: flugelschlag, which means wingbeat, okay? Wingbeat. Wing, the, the the word for wingspan is kind of ugly in German, so they decided to to go with something that's <laughs> like a word poetic.
2: The word like becomes ugly. In German.
0: Well, and then it gets Flugelschlag gets translated back as Flap, right? Which wow. and by Google Translate, which is a ter- that would be a terrible name for a game. Or at that's, least this game. It's, it's a, Flap is a different game. Yeah, right?
2: flap flap is really close to flop. So <laughs> which this is not.
1: <laughs> so you were sitting there in I guess there was a big auditorium where they were announcing these winners.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's a hotel ballroom. They apparently went to a new hotel this year. It's a very fancy rock and roll theme hotel where like at the front desk, they have guitars that you can check out to take to your hotel room.
1: Actual real life guitars? (laughs)
0: Like electric guitars. That's (laughs) perfect. (laughs) And there's like a DJ in the lobby when you're just hanging out in the lobby and. What is the German board and it looks game market out over <laughs> the river? Uh, the, like the big, pretty river that goes through Berlin. Yeah, that's um, way fancier
1: than where they had it last year. I'm joking. I don't know where they had it last year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Either. So leading up um, to that,
1: like leading up to just even just going to Germany, like
2: yes. what was the experience of you know the nomination, them talking to you, like what was that all that that kind of hoopla like before we jump into you um, the real deal.
0: So it wasn't a ton of warning. <laughs> it was like six weeks ago that the nominations were, I think, or maybe eight. Oh, and you didn't know
2: at all beforehand.
0: No, it was like when they announced them, I found out. <laughs> oh, they did not man. like reach out to me specially. Yeah, I was actually I was at my brother's house in Montana, and I turned on my phone when I woke up in the morning, and someone had tweeted me congratulations and. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh-huh. oh, you're the one to tell me. Thanks, dude. Appreciate <laughs> <She> it. <did. laughs> Just random person. I don't even remember who it was. Um, so that was how I found out. And then I got some more formal communication about it. <laughs> <laughs> and the the guy that runs the the German publisher who localized Wingspan for the German market, um, Frank Hiran, who his company is called Feuerland Games. Mm-hmm. He reached out to me and was like, do you want to come? You should come. Actually, I and then I reached out to um, several former winners that I knew one way or another and was like, is it worth it to go to Berlin? And they were like, oh, my God, you will never feel more like a rock star. You have to go.
2: (laughs) They're like, what a stupid question. Yes.
0: No, not that (laughs) That it was a stupid question, but yes, you should go.
1: Did... So you were sitting there surrounded by all these other people who were nominated for one of the, if not the most prestigious award in board gaming. What what was that like? Did you, you saw a lot of people whose names, maybe you only yeah. recognize them by their name.
0: Yeah. Right. So, And they have a dinner the night before and then the announcement is like 1030 the next day. Um, oh, I bet so that was lovely
2: night. Then you just
0: <laughs> Ignacy Trzewiczek was also nominated for the Kenner Spiel for Detective. He, he oh. was clearly just like so stressed out. He was just like visibly about to explode. <laughs> People kept coming up to me and telling me that I looked calm, and I was not entirely calm. But I think it was in comparison to Ignacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's like you look like cool as a cucumber. Yeah, the guy next to you was sweating, drips running, like the yeah, movie, going yeah.
0: off Yeah, everyone that was nominated was there And, a few, you know, they do So there were three pe- three games nominated for each award The Kenner Spiel and the Spiel And then um, they always do some, like, also recommendeds mm-hmm. And some of those people were there as well But yeah, so, like, I had dinner next to Steffen Feld That nice. was pretty wild
2: that's, that's he nice.
0: speaks very little English and I speak zero German so it wasn't like a super social encounter but did he, he, was, did he get he a very salad. friendly
2: did he get a salad no. I don't
0: remember <laughs> I I to say I just um, couldn't yeah. take it if, if
2: I saw a salad and Stefan Feld was eating it I would just be like oh, is there any points in there just, <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would, I didn't get where you were I, going I, with I, that I wouldn't be able to help myself <laughs> I, would, I would probably have just, lo- just started laughing and had to remove myself from the table at that point
1: Where We're all like talking shop or just chit-chatting about regular life stuff.
0: Chit-chatting, and then all the the jurors were there as well. So it was, and lots of people from the publishing companies whose games were nominated. So it was a real, you know, good-sized group. and chit chatting about I don't remember I, it's all a blur. Just just all. <laughs> I don't
2: what's know. So like <laughs> the, like is the interest from just the pub? Is there interest from the public of like about the event or like what's happening or like I'm just wondering like who's there and who's really eager that isn't the yeah. nominees and and jurors. Yeah. You so know? the
0: the dinner was a private event, and then at the actual ceremony that had a ton of press. So I don't know if you've ever seen events where there's like the little side that's walled off and there's like the guys with all the sound equipment mm-hmm. and then there's the TV cameras and then there's <laughs> like all the print cameras with like the flashes going off. There were like at least 20 photographers there. I would say it was insane. <laughs> wow. That's insane. It was insane. Maybe 20s and So, were you, I mean, were 10. you,
2: like, ready for any of that? Did anybody warn you? Or were you just kind of walking into it like, oh, we're at this kind of event? I mean, just. The- who are they looking for? Oh, is it me? Like. Yeah,
0: I guess I talked in advance with Ben Maddox, who had been there. Who does five games for Doomsday and so he was kind of walking me through what it's like and and the other folks that I had was talking about that were like oh yeah you have to go it feels like being a rock star like that was giving me a little bit of a feeling for it so I had some warning but it's still like having all those cameras going off in your face (laughs) that was like so bizarre. So they call everyone up on stage, game by game. They like did a little video for each game where a couple of the jurors talk about it. I have no idea what they said, because oh. it's all in German. <laughs> <laughs> all this is
2: happening, and you're just like, yep, all right, cool. Oh, that sounds like Elizabeth. That they, sounds like me.
0: They, they seem enthusiastic, I know. Um, Oh and actually before they did that the German culture of minister and of sorry German minister of culture and media was there and she gave a whole little speech wow. which apparently people were like wow she's like she knows her stuff she's really on point she's talking about the role of games in german culture and doing lots of wordplay about game I don't know I didn't understand a word of it except I kept hearing the word spiel throughout it right yeah. so I I understood one word of it multiple times but like people thought she did a really nice job. and then Spiel de jar, people give a little introduction, whatever, talk about their work. And that so then they like the Kenner spiel is up first, and they do a little thing for each of the three games that were nominated, right? So they they show a video and then you they call you up on stage and all the cameras go off. <laughs> and, and they, uh, they give everyone a little certificate saying you were nominated for the Spiel des Jar, Kinder Spiel des Jar. And they asked each of us when we were up on stage, what was the magic moment for how you got the idea for your game? So I'm like, I had a conversation with friends and my husband about how I don't like castles and spaceships and why aren't games about anything that I care about. And I decided to make a game about something that I care about. So he was good. They, they were good. They asked me my question in English. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I answered in English. That's nice of them. Because um, most Germans do speak English pretty well. Or at least most people in the game industry. So they go through each game like that, calling people up separately and then having them go sit down. And then... They had there are pictures of this online. I think I put one up on Twitter. They have this big wooden thing on rollers. That's the shape. If you can picture the the Spiel des Jars logo. Mm-hmm. logo. Oh no! I
2: saw that. Yeah, you yeah. did post it. So
0: they have a big actual. They call it a popple, which I think is the word for pawn, right? It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a player piece. They have a big one that's like I don't know, four or five feet tall.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. <wow. laughs>
0: The, and and three-dimensional, right? And they roll it out on the stage, and it's got a sheet over it, a big black sheet. And then they had, like, a literal drum roll. <laughs>
1: That's amazing.
0: And they pull the sheet off. And they're like, the of spiel for 2019 is flugelschlag. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we all go back up on stage. And...
2: What what did you do in that moment?
0: I don't know. You don't
2: know? I'm sure there's enough cameras to
0: tell us. <laughs> I think you could probably find a picture of it, yes. Yeah, Where
2: I like. I always wonder in that moment if you're like, do you even remember it? I guess not. You just you're just not blindsided really. it. Like, when did it hit you? Was it when you once you're on stage? I mean, or? like the
0: the thing coming down, you know, and seeing. So they put like the cover of the box. They put it on the pop ah. And yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm trying to imagine something like that happening for the American game market. I I I don't know. I can't. Think there is no parable right? right? Of what's like in it. that? A
0: cabinet minister would come yeah. to the announcement. Um, yeah. yeah, and she was—that was actually super fun. So when the video went up about Flugelshag, she was sitting on the other. There was one person sitting in between us, and she like leaned forward and looked at me, and she was like, "Oh my god, I have to have your game. I'm a birder." <laughs> <laughs> She—I don't think she knew about it ahead of time. What the, you know, I hadn't really researched what the games were that were nominated, and she was just clearly like, oh my god, this exists, I have to have this.
2: She's just excited to find out about uh, (laughs) a game about birds. It just so happens to be when it's winning the most prestigious award. So
0: that was super fun, and (laughs) after the whole thing, she like gave me a big bear hug and she went over to the Foyerland area. Like, all the games that were nominated set up little booths, like at a convention. So, like, we, after the ceremony, you do interviews and stuff there, and people are taking pictures of the games and stuff for the press. And so, Frank over in the Foreland booth had a few copies of the game available to hand out to press people that wanted them. And she went over and got a copy for herself <laughs> and had me sign it. That's and- kind of great. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was yeah. really fun. That was definitely one of the most memorable parts of it.
1: Yeah. That whole story, it, it really shows the difference between like the, the whole German market and the American market. From that perspective, like, what are some things that you feel like games can do or, like, that your game has done to have such an appeal even in two different markets?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so just for folks who are not as familiar with the German market, the name for Euro games used to be German games, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they came Mm -hmm. from Germany. People there have been playing these games for a lot longer in more numbers than in the States. And... The game that wins the Spiel des Jahres, the lower, like less complicated. Level oh, you mean prize. The, the the
2: lesser award? <laughs> the, <laughs>
1: the, the,
0: the lower the, award. No, I'm just kidding. The, <laughs> yeah, the le- the the prize for less complicated games <laughs> mm-hmm. will sell a hundred thousand copies in German this year for Christmas. Hmm. It, like, completely drives... Like, there are families that just buy the Spiel des Jar game every year for Christmas.
2: Which is, is probably more units than most any game even sells in the U.S. If you take away the, yeah. like, you know, the Mattel and...
0: And Germany has and a lot stuff. fewer people in it.
2: Yeah, it has, like, 80 million people <laughs> in it versus 300. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Kenner Spiel doesn't drive nearly as many sales. Because it is more complicated. But it will still... Drive a fair amount of sales. And, yeah, I do think the theme has made it more accessible in both places. Like, people get excited about the birds. It's pretty.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's in that level that's, like, I don't know, it's a gateway plus, maybe. But if you're motivated by the birds, you'll, like, take it on.
2: You'll do that extra bit. You'll you'll go
0: for the plus, and maybe it's your gateway game. So that's been really cool to see.
2: So... Speaking about that, because you say, like, you know, less complicated and gateway game... Uh, I know a lot of the conversations over here are like, what is this kinder spiel? Like, what is, what are they, what are the judges even looking for? Or like, what are they looking right. for for the normal spiel? Des- like,
0: right. because, because it
2: seems like they're kind of out of nowhere or, and what they're translated to is like expert game or something.
0: Right. And people are like, how could Wingspan win the expert game? It's not that heavy.
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's not, it's not a four hour long Euro where I have to right. move 16 cubes. Yeah. Right.
0: Like, and really, I think the way that the, the, German market perceives the Kennerspiel is that it's just, like, the next step up from the Spiel. So, if you think of just one as the level of game that can win the Spiel des Jahres, mm-hmm. then when your kids are a little older or when you've, you know, played a few more games, maybe you're ready for that next step. So, you've already had maybe... Not even gateway level games, or maybe, you know, a gateway level game could win this Spiel. This year they were all party games, so I don't know. I think, and I think the, the Spiel des Jahres organization may still be feeling out, like they only just split off the Kenner Spiel how many years ago? I'm not it's I don't remember. It's only been
1: like a handful.
2: Not even, right? I think like three or four. Right. I don't, something around so that.
0: So I, I, it may still be sort of,
2: did you did you talk to the because you said they were at the dinner the like mm-hmm. the judges and stuff and just, I did
0: talk to some of them
2: like what well, I mean they pers- couldn't
0: really talk about Well, sure
2: us. sure but they, just like their you know perspective on yeah. on just because you're coming in as an, an American versus right like what you know it's a lot easier for them to communicate with each other and then kind of have an expectation just mm-hmm. I didn't you know if they they kind of just offered up any. Of, of their viewpoints of course you didn't know you won until they, they did they knew they
0: didn't they didn't know no so it's a secret ballot the day before the announcement wow. oh so it's like and only there's like two people that count the votes and they're the only ones that actually know and i guess one of them, <laughs> them must be the one that puts the thing on the pop that they reveal with the thing that's
2: yeah. that's even more crazy to me that it's 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 that held down yeah that's nuts
0: Right. I guess they don't want anyone to spoil the well, surprise. Of course
2: you don't want anybody to spoil it, but I maybe mean, the judges don't even know until the moment. That's kind of neat. Yeah.
0: And that, you know, they have turnover every year a little bit in the judges. I was talking to two of the new guys that will vote next year, and they were invited to the meeting that led up to the vote, but then they were kicked out of the room when <laughs> they actually voted. Oh, so they... Kind of it's like a very tightly managed system. Yeah. So it's almost like yeah.
1: a, they're apprentice judges, I, I guess. I guess, yeah. Do you know, do you know what it so takes to be a judge? Like, obviously you have to participate but not vote once, maybe. It sounds like with those guys.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so they're all members of the board game media in Germany in one okay. way or another.
2: Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so they're, yeah, they're just...
0: They're, and some of the judges have been doing it for 20 or more years. It's like... Once you're in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't <laughs> oh, leave. <yeah.
0: laughs> but it's a lot of work, too, because they, uh, you know, they try and play a lot of the games that come out, and then I guess they have a r- retreat or something where they get together for the, n- the nominations, and I, I don't understand as much about the nomination process. I didn't get to ask them about that as much. How was that moment, like, when you
2: were just nominated? Because you, 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 yeah. you just, like, you know, found out on the phone and stuff, and you right. talked to people. Were you... X. Did you know that was even possibility? No. So you had no clue that you... I
0: mean, you no. <laughs> I knew it was a possibility in the sense that someone had asked the question and found out the answer of, like, there is a date by which your game has to have been available in Germany in German to make the... the like, logistical uh, yeah. cutoff Cut off. So for being an so nothing
1: else. Yeah, it's eligible. Yeah. But, it was
0: eligible. I yeah. knew that it was eligible because someone on the Wingspan Facebook group had sort of asked that question. I was like, oh, it's, oh, so it's not
1: even coming yeah. from
2: one of the publishers. It's just like, no. well, it, technically, it's eligible. they looked like, up, right. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, fan. And then they <laughs> said, you know, bing, boom. And, yeah.
0: and I didn't really know when the nominations come out, I don't think.
2: I never know when they come I out. And I try to yeah. look. Everything's in German,
1: so it makes it sound <laughs> like you were designing this game without the intention of specifically winning this award. <laughs> Is that true?
0: It was my first freaking game. <laughs> Why would I like, be trying to win the Turner Spiel?
1: <laughs> well, that the also made... did not
0: even cross my mind.
1: <laughs> so, to put a more positive spin on it. You could say that even had you not won the award, it still would have been as fulfilling <laughs> as you hoped it would be.
0: Yeah, and going into I, I actually posted on Twitter, I was like, oh my god, I like slept like crap and I have to make it another 24 hours to the Spiel, Like, send me all of your best techniques for staying calm, <laughs> <laughs> which people did and it was awesome. And one of the categories of advice that people sent me was to just like reflect on how amazing this year has already been and like... The Kennerspiel is the icing on the cake, but oh my god, what yeah. a crazy six months.
2: Yeah, but it's yeah. good to be the winner.
1: <laughs> 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 well, yeah. It, how about it, it was single. awesome. If, if I, w- there's, I don't want to argue with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> winning, winning is nice. No doubt about that. Um, so if someone were to be designing a game with the sole intention of winning this <laughs> award, what... Uh, what sort of things could they do to increase their chances?
2: Let me let me rephrase that question. Now that your very first game has won the highest award,
1: you have where won. do you
2: think you can go? You have one hundred percent. With your next design. design
1: All of your yourself. games have been award winning games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have! I guess that's true, Tussie, wants you won want a contest yeah. and that's how it goes. I know,
2: because I was Publish. one of the judges and I played it at oh, Nat okay. LeVand's house. Thanks. So
1: boom. Because there's obviously some games that are not even going to be really considered. Like yeah. the six-hour, extremely heavy war games will probably never yeah. win one of these awards because of their complexity and, yeah. and level of commitment to play.
0: If you look on the Counterspiel page, they write up a little blurb about why each game is nominated. And and um, I actually find them helpful to read a little bit in terms of what the jury saw in them. And with Wingspan, they really talk about... like. How it's a complete package and just smooth and a positive experience for people. And are there things that I would go back and change if I had had six more months to keep working on Wingspan? Probably. But if you changed them, you might not have won. (laughs) (laughs) But we really did sort of beat it to death, like just until it was as smooth as we could get it. So focusing Um, on
1: that, just all the rough edges, like finding those and trying to massage those down.
0: Yeah. Like, if there's something that's still kind of niggling at you, it will niggle at every person that plays your game. Mm. Like, you can't... If you want to take it to the next level, you can't let those little things slide and just be like, oh, yeah, that's been bugging me for, you know, a year, and I just can't figure out how to fix it. It's
2: interesting that you say that, because I... That's one of the reasons why I like doing co-designs, mm-hmm. because I hate that part at the end. Like, I like getting it pretty much there, and then that that just pushing it for those little things that irritate me, like, I'll just stop. But if I have a co-designer, and, like, Mark's one of them, but uh, and, and that's another one, but Nat will be like, this is bothering me, he can't take it. He cannot, yeah. like, he has to think about it and figure it out, and Mark's the same way. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it makes me, so I don't have to do it. And I can go do some new other thing. Cause you, you said, I think I uh, forget what podcast, but you said you focus a lot on like one game at a time. Yeah. And really put all your, your energy into that pro or that experience. Yeah. What, when do you, and this might be with games after wingspan or things you're working on now. Do you have a point where you cut off working on a game or where you just say, I can't push it forward or I need to dramatically change it or because you have to self-regulate that question. if it's just you right
0: right and you know hypothetically you can go too far in the other direction
2: sure, absolutely. and just like
0: never decide that it's done so that's a good question so I signed a game with AEG as a result of the call for women designers that they had last year and so that was a super different oh I didn't know that actually resulted in, yeah. in a deal
2: that's nice to hear
0: um that had a deadline right so it was just <laughs> no. that November 30th i sent in what i had but it's in development now so there's still a little wiggle room but i was pretty happy with that but how do i know i don't know how i know it, you you have to play a lot of games and like have a have that gut level understanding of like what have a, you, what a wonderful, smooth, like beautiful well, yeah, game but feels you, like. Have you
2: thrown one of your designs away and not thought about it again?
0: No, but I've stuck some on the shelf and like not worked on it for a year. Okay, and yeah. then gotten it back out for sure.
2: Well, I find I can't like. There's that idea of like it's gone forever, but for me that that doesn't work. It's yeah. just not active.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't think I have anything that I've just said. I don't. I don't know. It depends on how you count it. Because I have stuff that I've like written out a couple page of, pages ah, of notes and never okay. gotten. To. Well, if so, that counts, like, then, of, I'm, like,
2: then like, I'm in a barrel of words. Like,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> but um, yeah. In terms of stuff, I've actually gotten into prototyping. It's I've set stuff aside and then I haven't gotten back to it yet. Still, I have a couple that are on the shelf that might never come back onto my desk because I'm working on other stuff. But it, but not in the sense of like, oh, that I've just given up on that game.
2: It's hard to say give up, right? Because you never know when you'll have an idea. You'll be like, oh, you know, I just played this other thing that would, uh uh-oh.
0: But even, I mean, I shelved it more just because I didn't have time to work on it uh, than, like, I didn't think it was fixable.
2: Where where was the biggest pain point for Wingspan for you? Like, where you were (sighs) like, is this gonna, is this anything?
0: Jamie sent me on a couple wild goose chases during development. <laughs> MMR, time over that. Was like, Spoiler alert, do how do you, it works out. Have you thought about trying this? And I would try it, and yeah.
2: Now, when he asked you and that, it, did you know it was wrong immediately? No.
0: no, I trust his judgment, right? And like he was—that's well, not what I
2: asked. No, <laughs> no. Okay, okay.
0: Um, now if he asked for it, maybe I would. I learned a lot that year working on the development of it. And now I've forgotten what your original question was. Just, like, where, so the, where were the, the, the like, biggest, points of despair?
2: We had the biggest pain point, the biggest the biggest moment where you thought, like, is this worth me doing this?
1: Like, some of the, or, some of the rough spots there were There weren't a lot at. of
0: that. It was, it was just a very iterative process of, like, just pounding it out and, like, working out all the kinks and working out, how, uh, okay, if I change this thing now, I have to change this other thing over here. And, like... Getting it all to behave well together. So we
2: like slow and steady.
0: It was pretty slow and steady. Some of my playtesters may remember it differently. I don't know. It's been a while now, right? Because it takes sure. so long to get the game out. Once you're so my part of Wingspan was pretty much done at the beginning of
2: 2018. Yeah, and now know yeah, we're two years and now
0: we're a year and a half yeah. later. So do I remember all of the pain points? Maybe not. So <laughs> I don't know.
1: obviously during the bulk of the design stuff, yeah. you were just making all the calls and eventually you got a publication deal signed. Yes. Did it during most of that development, of course there's partnership with with Stagmeier. Um did how much of it was still you figuring out saying, This this thing isn't as smooth as I want it to be. Let me let me try to figure that out because I've identified this issue and I want to smooth it out. And how much of it was was Jamie saying, hey, this thing, I, yeah. I want us to s- yeah. try to
0: smooth this one out. It was both. I always had ownership of all the files, and, like, I was doing all the playtesting, and then I would send him a copy, and he would try it and send me notes. And But, yeah, we were both always identifying, like, we need to work on this and this. And, yeah, it was it was definitely a sort of collaborative back and forth and on all
1: of that. It sounds like, like, would you contribute um, a lot of the success of it to that just... Determination to smooth out as much as possible. Is that, is yeah, that one just of the most critical parts the of, crap
0: it? Out of it? Just playing and playing and Mark, playing. And Mark is
2: asking because that's what he's been doing for the yeah. last year and a half on yeah. two yeah. of his designs. A lot yeah. of the things that you've
1: been saying are similar to the way that I've worked. Uh, you, okay. you say you, you work on one project yeah. mostly so you can get all your focus, yeah. and then if you get to a stop, you maybe set it aside for a while. Then you come back to it though and maybe you figured out what the answer is. I mean that's that's a similar way to, to how I work. And I I can't stand those little things that don't work out as perfectly as they should. So
0: right.
1: it what you're saying is sounds similar to what I think, but of course I haven't um won a game of the year award yet. So. Yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Apparently, wow. it can wow. happen to anybody. <laughs> wow, Mark! Wow. Yeah, does uh, <laughs> does being a uh, one hundred percent award winning ratio for all your games does that <laughs> does that? No uh,
2: pressure. Man. No pressure. Does
1: that change your perspective on what your next game to come out like? Do you now? You're like, yeah, well It's gonna
2: be wingspan, the dice game, so you can cash yeah.
1: in. Are you like, well, God, now, now I that? can't make any games that, minutes. that no. I don't spend enough time to, like, just raise your level of your threshold of acceptable now.
0: I mean, it's not so much of the awards. It's just like I don't want stuff out there with my name on it that I'm not proud of. Um,
1: so your threshold of acceptable quality has always been high, I guess.
0: Yeah, I th- I think so. I mean, that I makes sense. I, I can't
1: imagine a designer who would not say that it is. Right. So maybe that was a, a <laughs> worthless question. <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> it probably was.
0: I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean that I always want to do games that are sort of the same level of complexity mm-hmm. and impressiveness. Necessi- like Tussie Musty is an 18-card game, right? Like mm-hmm. the expectations for that are just different. And I did it much more quickly And I didn't spend as much time working out all the kinks, and maybe when, you know, a thousand people play it, I will find things that I didn't find in the very quick play testing process that I did with Tussie Messie. So, you know, am I going to work on every game for five years before it gets published? No. Yeah, that's fair enough. (laughs) But partly, that's also just because I've gotten better, and I've gotten faster, and I I don't have to go on as many wild goose chases because I have more of an intuitive sense of what will and work to fix certain problems. You've probably
1: got three games that you've already started and they've only got two years left anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: What 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 is cause you'll have a lot of opportunity now with like cause people will basically be like, oh, no, show me your stuff, right?
0: Yeah, I've gotten cold calls from oh, Gen Con that uh, are like, please absolutely. come show us your so things. So what, you,
2: what is your tentative plan for how, you, how you're how you going to go about things moving forward with, with your designs?
0: I don't know. Because
2: that's a hard question. That's a really hard question. A lot of people are not going to be in the position of power to be able to be like, hey, I want to talk to you about this and the and the receiving and go, okay. Because they may be fools right. not to, Right. Right. And then if they say no, then you're like, well, I don't need to ever work with you because you're a fool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I do think part of the success of Wingspan was that it just it found the right publisher. And I I do want to be thoughtful, I guess. I don't know, to the extent that I get to the point that I have more published games or, you know, finished games to try to publish about finding that fit.
2: Have you mostly pitched to American publishers or have you, did you pitch to no. German publishers before this or?
0: Um, when I pitched Wingspan, it was all American. I pitched it at Gen Con. Okay. To all American. In the publishers. future, do you
2: think you'll, because now with kind of like you were saying with the culture,
0: yeah. the awareness
2: is going to go way up in terms of, of the, the game.
0: I mean, I would assume that it, even if I work with other American publishers, that it'll get, things will get localized to other. Well, yeah, things, I was just right? wondering if so you, if you know.
2: have a I mean, preference or if you have even thought about that aspect of it, the yeah, business. I haven't really
0: thought about it. It's a good question. I don't know if there would be a reason to just go directly to a European publisher. Because that's something American. I constantly
2: think about, like because I like making yeah. Euro games, right? Like right. or German typey games. Is should I be really working over the 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 market that yeah. likes those more? Right. And I, I
0: don't I, know, I, know I, if there I, would be like weird contracting stuff. I'm sure it could all be figured out. I did notice, like for the booths at the Spiel des Jar ceremony. Like the Ravensburger spent a lot of money on their little setups. Like they got some cash going on at Ravensburger. (laughs) They had like Carve DM had this booth that was set up like an old Roman market, and they had a guy in a toga. (laughs) (laughs) like fruits and vegetables and you know the model of a fish hanging from the little crossbar and then for where words which i think is also Ravensburger in germany someone will correct me if i'm wrong not not on a a
2: pre-recorded podcast they uh, (laughs) won't
0: Uh, their booth had like a crystal ball with a woman that looked like one of the one of the characters in the game sitting right. at the crystal ball and they had like a raven in a cage a, you know fake raven in a cage they had a dead raven people kept coming over to me and being like where are your birds <laughs> we have birds at your booth
2: excuse me ma'am ma'am Okay, where's your birds?
0: <laughs> Fireland did actually do a really nice job because they um they printed out some very large copies of some other birds from the game besides just the so they had the backdrop with the cover on it, obviously, mm. but they had like a big hawk and a puffin that they printed out and made little standees of them. So Fun thing about super a puffin
2: cute. is they're pretty delicious. Because Ice listen. <laughs> listen what? I went to Iceland. With my wife, I, I we talked about that, but their puffin was on the menu, oh. so I tried it, and it was the only good food I had in Iceland. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the next if someone asks if I you mean, want shark chicken. in Iceland, just it's a hard pass. Just
0: don't do I've it. I've heard it's like fermented shark. It's right? fermented
2: shark, and I thought I at that point in my life I had had the worst possible food you could have. I was incorrect. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, I just just did a cube of it, and mm-hmm. it was. Mm. But puffer is delicious.
0: There were a few people over the last week who gave me shit for eating chicken. Really?
2: Uh, yeah. Chicken. But Birds. it's chicken. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the South now. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. Let's
0: go. <laughs> 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 I'm weird because I don't eat red meat here, right? So yeah.
2: So out of your entire trip to just Germany. Yeah. And and I mean you have you you literally just came back to the to directly to Raleigh to yes. do, do work stuff you you came because I mean the, the game designers of North Carolina have a lot of pull and then we're gonna make this an annual thing so we need someone we know to please win next year <laughs> you haven't even you haven't even been home yet right no. you haven't even like settled in
0: And then I have like four days at home and then I go to Gen con
2: yeah then, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> what do you what do you expect is gonna be different for you mm. at these conventions? And just in terms of being in the community as a whole, cause there's gonna be so many more eyes and ears. Yeah.
0: People know me by sight sometimes. <laughs> That's really weird. I don't know, what else, I, it was, Unpub was really my first experience of it this year that I went from being like totally unknown other than people that I had just organically met to like people coming over to my table and being like, I love your game, I don't know, or just wanting to meet me. And I love meeting people, like it's, it's been super fun. I actually don't like the feeling of going to conventions and not knowing people. So being recognized and having people want to come talk to me instead of like walking down the aisle and like looking for people that might have space at their table to play a game with me. Like right. it's it's a positive experience, I would say. It's a <laughs> You experiment. can legit
2: tell people to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, get up. Uh,
0: no, it's been, it's been super fun because all the interactions have been so... Pot- you know, you have people coming up to you all the time just going, like, I had a really fun time playing your game. That's awesome. Like, what? That's why we do this, right? After
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, mark, Mark's mark got to finish his game first. <laughs> <I'm> year four.
1: <laughs> we'll see. You Ho- can get there. Hopefully I'll have a good Gen Con yeah. this year. Yeah, working over. Yeah. So, does anyone else have any last things we want to say before we call it a wrap? I just want to know, like, what other themes you're really interested in
2: and, like, what any kind of big mechanical or game things that you would want to tackle, like, looking down the, or looking mm. to the future.
0: Good question. I'm going to continue doing birds because we are working on wingspan expansions.
1: Well, obviously. you got to get more <laughs> chickens, right? You I will get to the chickens. Bold chicken expansion.
0: <laughs> chickens are native to Asia, it turns out. So when we do the Asia expansion, there will certainly be jungle fowl. The game I was talking about that got signed with AEG is about monarch butterflies migrating.
2: There's an, so event, there's a- there's an event in Durham about the... Them migrating and stuff, and then they they track them from Durham where they all hatch and stuff, and then they go to Mexico and come yeah, back. yeah. Like yeah. I took my daughter there when she was she didn't care about any of it, but like <laughs> we watched it. But that I would love that theme's super.
0: Yeah, neat. yeah. So I'm excited about that game, and it has come together really nicely. I have one that I've been working on off and on in little gaps here and there about an experiment that happened in Russia that is still ongoing actually in Russia where they bred foxes into domesticated dogs
2: hmm. oh now we're talking yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's about genetics and like passing traits from parents to children and also a little dice placement type stuff getting the traits better and better and then I started a game right before Unpub and haven't gone back to it again about stunt people <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the best people.
2: <laughs> is it a dexterity
0: game? It is a dexterity game. Okay, real time like dexterity flicking game. meeples monsters. off of buildings into little things, and you know <laughs> through hoops and things like that. It is a crowd pleaser, or you know, it has a lot of table presence, but it's not quite a game yet. So that's a work in progress. Uh, I haven't played a lot of dexterity games, so that's kind of my homework before I can keep working on that one. I do not watch action movies or play dexterity games, but I get these random so I try and take in a lot of information about the world and I like listen to Radio Lab and all kinds of other podcasts and I read the obituary page in The Washington Post often because you just get fascinating stories like people that have done interesting enough things to have their obituary in The Washington Post and they had an obituary about it, a female stunt person who died a few months before. Unpub, and I was like, there is not a game about stunt people. (laughs) That seems like an obvious thing to do. So, yeah, that's all it takes, right, is that little spark of, like, that is a cool thing that exists in the world, and people should play games about that thing.
2: I I couldn't agree more. So I made a game about door knockers. (laughs) Because I'm really obsessed
1: about it.
0: Right. And it needs to be something that you're obsessed about because you're going to have to play that game a hundred million times.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for coming out. Thanks for recording this episode of the podcast. And we wish you the best in all that you do. If anyone wants to reach out to, uh, to any of us to praise us for how um, excellent we are at recognizing a German Game of the Year winner... Uh, Josh, how can they reach out to you? <laughs> they can
2: they reach out me. Reach? Oh, no. It's going to fall apart. Um, at Joshua J. Mills uh, on Twitter. Uh, and I just wa- want to say thank you for coming on and kind of just re- do this together last minute. And we'll, it's going to be fantastic to have you at the meeting later on tonight. And congratulations.
0: Yeah, I'm glad it worked out.
1: And Elizabeth, if anyone wants to reach out to you to ask you when the chicken expansion will come out... <laughs> Um, How can they do that?
0: Um, On Twitter, I am at Eliz Hargrave.
1: All right. And we have our guild Twitter at GD of NC, which, of course, stands for Game Designers of North Carolina.
2: Um, of which you are you are now an honorary member. I'm going to go ahead and oh. do it. Boom. Do I
0: get one of your t-shirts?
2: Yes. We will mail one to you for sure. <laughs> what number do you want? Number one, probably.
0: Oh, that's right. You put, like, we like put
2: numbers two? and names on them. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. We'll just put one that says winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a good one.
2: Bye-bye.